Hi, and welcome to the Power Suited Podcast. On today's episode, I'm with Belinda Walio. She is an online psychotherapist, RTT practitioner, writer, and mindfulness coach. Belinda is recognised by the British Psychological Society and the International Council of Psychotherapists. Belinda has helped many people from celebrities, the royal family, and athletes breakthrough negative thinking patterns with the award-winning rapid transformational therapy. Belinda uses the groundbreaking methodology in combination with psychotherapy and now specialises in overcoming trauma, child therapy, stress, anxiety, depression, infertility, weight control, addictions, and many other issues. Belinda has also been featured in Harper's Bazaar, Cosmopolitan, Thrive Global, The London Economic, UK Health Radio, Health and Wellbeing Magazine, In the Moment Magazine, Psychology Today, and Think Money. In today's podcast, we talk about the importance of mental health and much, much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Or anything like that. And 
know, be interested to see and study uh, psychology further and just pursue my career as a psychotherapist was more, um, it was niggling at me. I thought I have to go into studying a little bit more about this. And then I went on to study rapid transformational therapy, which is a RTT, and I've now become an RTT practitioner as well as a psychotherapist. And then a few years ago, I created an online psychotherapy practice called Serene Lifestyle, and I feel that was the best career decision I made. Mm-hmm. No, that's amazing. And it's like, you know, you've, you've not just covered like one kind of like form of therapy, you know, you kind of delve deeper into mindfulness and, um, you know, psych- you know uh, counseling, hypnotherapy, and then did you say RTT? Yes, the rapid transformational therapy. But basically, everything I do is a combination of modalities. And um, you, once you have a client or a first patient, you see what is the best fit for that person who has those. Uh, issues or problems, and you cater to those needs in particular. Mm. So it's 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 been wonderful to be able to help people. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. And it's like you know, you're providing so much value to these people, and you're you know, you've got all these other um, like you know niches to your belt, you know, to help you with that person, you know, to the best of your ability, haven't you? Like you know. Um, so like what? Yeah. So like with RTT, is that is that what does that involve? Um, well, basically, it's a combination, as I said, of modalities. Yeah. And what you're actually doing, you're using hypnotherapy in particular for people to get to the root cause of a person's issue, and um, using the combination of uh, cognitive behavioural therapy, mm. um, neuro-linguistic programming, mm. and also hypnotherapy as well as psychotherapy. Once you get to the root cause of the person's issue, then you can service it to the conscious mind for mm. a person to reflect on any um, problems that they've had from childhood or in their past that they are able to reflect on and just review and then do a self-psychology or self-analysis of how those problems of the past have a connection to the current issues. Mm-hmm. And then you assist in the person to reframe those old limiting beliefs they have and um, reframe their mind to have more positive beliefs. And encourage them by using encouraging words and things like that and then you do a transformation mm. so it's really effective and it works wonderfully and it was created by marissa Pierre, so um and she has this uh, school of thought now and the therapy is groundbreaking mm. it works yeah that's, that's amazing i mean you know it's not by the sounds of it you know you go into that deeper, deeper level and really kind of, yeah. you know, finding the root cause of, you know, what, what might be causing, you know, whatever it is for that person. Yes. And, and it's, you know, a lot of issues are in our subconscious mind and 
basically, I always say this, it's like how you would update and reboot your devices. It's the same thing. You're updating and rebooting your brain, mm -hmm. your mind. <laughs> so if you change your mindset, you, you do actually change your life. Pretty amazing, isn't it? You know how we are as people and how our minds work. Uh, yes, of course. If only we was um, like form of an instruction manual. <laughs> how to use it. <laughs> how to use your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that I think there's quite a few manuals out there now. There's a lot of people are writing about such issues. Yeah, that's it. Funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. How, how would you say people can look after their mental health, um, you know, like during this this pandemic and like in, in general? So, I think if we talk about taking care of our mental health generally, as it's quite a broad subject and everybody's, yeah. everybody's issue is individual to them, it's unique to them. Mm. And because it's such a broad subject, that will give an overall view of what we can do during this pandemic as well. Mm. So I think um, people in society generally have become so much better at encouraging others to seek help. And if they are struggling with mental health issues, it's okay not to feel okay and um, have these mental health issues. It's acceptable to say, I feel depressed or I feel anxious or I feel stressed about any given issue, whatever it may be. Once um, a person can identify that they or someone they know doesn't feel well and, and this is they don't feel well uh, emotionally or mentally, then the first thing to do is to accept that it is normal to feel these emotions. Because I think a lot of people have this fear of disclosing how they are feeling mentally and emotionally. And um, it is very normal to have these emotions. Each individual case is unique. Um, the methods to cope through mental health issues are through trial and error, what works for you. And so the focus on improving health, that this could be by making small changes in, say, for example, a person's diet, eating healthy, for instance, helps with mental health issues and emotions, sleeping, um, better sleep patterns, getting enough sleep and enough hours, and it's okay to, knowing it's okay to relax and, um, of course, managing alcohol, um, the alcohol intake as that is a depressant and also exercise at least 20 minutes a day. This can change a person's mood because of mm. the endorphins that are being released and also mm. the best thing to do if um, one has concerns and the issues excuse me and the issues keep reoccurring where they constantly feel demotivated then um, it's a good idea to list what triggers the person and use uh, different forums or go to support groups where 
one can identify what triggers the person and then identify what makes them feel better as well, what works for them. Mm. The best thing to do if one is um, has concerns and issues that keep recurring where they feel constantly demotivated, it may be a good idea to list triggers and see which forums go or go-to support groups are available to them. And when one can identify what are the triggers, they can also talk to friends, um, watch comedy or films or read a book. Or if the issue is continuously persistent, it's really important that they seek the right professional help and go um, because that would lead them to further support. Yeah. And especially during these challenging times, um, one should feel that it's easier to be proactive as well and trying to minimize these feelings when um, when they come around and letting rather than letting them fester, it's so important to talk and just pick up the phone to anyone that they feel that they can trust. And if they feel there's no one to talk to, there's always a go-to place on the internet. There's always someone. And we now have the NHS responders as well. Mm. So, um, and they... They offer the chat line, which I also volunteer on. So basically, nice. you can call in and the responder calls back yeah. and you can talk to an NHS responder if there are any concerns. Mm. Yeah. But um, as you know, Adam, if symptoms or habits continue to cause further ill health for anyone it's so important for people to seek medical help by visiting their gp mm-hmm. yeah I, I i completely agree with you know the all the points you made there and um you know it's nice that you're you know you're volunteering and helping you know with the nhs with, with you know with what's happening in these times and uh like you said each person's different each person's got their own way of coping um and they've all got their own situation and like you said with what's happening people are going to be you know experiencing certain thoughts certain emotions and um you know it's best that people are open about how they feel um and to talk about how they feel and connect with friends um and do do the things that they enjoy and love and um yeah, exercise, especially like you said, um, you know, 20 minutes, you know, at least a day just kind of gets those endorphins going and it makes you feel better throughout the day and, um, you know, just get into that routine of doing it, like you said. And, it, and also mindfulness, practicing mindfulness and meditation because when we, when we feel um, any worry, it's usually because or any fear, but let's talk about fear for just a moment. Mm-hmm. If we reflect on things that have happened in the past, it makes us fear what might happen in the future, and then we feel anxious, and then that makes us worry even more. So practicing mindfulness and meditation 
helps a person become deal with that anxiety and alleviate that anxiety and stress and even depression because what it's actually doing is making a person feel grounded. It's making a person um, aware of one, their surroundings, two, the present moment. And when you live in the present moment, you also are able to be more appreciative of what is occurring at that moment around you. And um, and looking at the positive things that are around you, being grateful for the fact that you are in a position um, where you have a roof over your head, you have the devices available to you, you have access to be able to contact people that you need to, and just valuing those little things, those small things first. I mean, mental health issues, as I said in the beginning, it is so broad, and the best thing to do is to know who you can go to, just listing those go-to support bases or support groups, whether they are on the internet or people that you need to talk to when you're feeling those um, emotions of lack or loss or um, depression or anxiety or stress, at least you know how to deal with it, how to be able to, um, your go-to place. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I think the points you made, you know, are really important. And like I said, you know, mindfulness brings us into the present moment and it can help with anxiety and depression. Um, you know, it's a practice that, you know, we can all we can all do. And like you said, with, with uh, you know, gratitude, being grateful of what's around you, where you are, your health, and the, you know, like I said, the little things really kind of makes you aware of the little things that we probably overlook sometimes, and how much they mean to us. Of course, yes, and and I totally agree with mm. the little things. Mm. That's it. Good. Did Did you ever think that you would ever kind of get to where get to where you was now in like? terms of like um, publicity uh, uh, like media attention like did you ever think you you know because it says on your profile you've worked for like a few celebrities athletes well um, yes um, and also well, the simple answer to your question initial question is no I didn't think I would get this far. <laughs> but I think we all have a desire to fulfill a purpose in life. And um, however, it is the journey on our way where we end up. For some, even going through adversities ourselves, that helps us find our purpose. And once we find it, we give it our all because we end up doing what we love. Mm. And you're never afraid to make mistakes and you keep on learning. You go um, throughout journey, yeah. we're constantly learning. Mm. And when you're um, excited about the learning process, you're excited about the next adventure. Mm. And when you're in that mindset and you actually start visualizing yourself, what you've, um, you know, how far you've come and you 
you say you never imagined it, but there's a point in our life we all imagine being a success. Yeah. And when you and you're constantly excited about the next adventure, and then when you're and when mm-hmm. you're not afraid of hard work, you mm. you persevere and you carry on. You never give up. That's yeah. when you succeed and you realize your mm. own success because you keep going for the love of what you're doing. And for me, there is nothing more rewarding than helping others and seeing them succeed when overcoming their issues or problems and bettering their lives. And the key to success is to know that there is no room for believing you have ever failed. Mm. And when you have that kind of mindset and you, um, you're positive and you're giving out that energy, mm. you attract the same. And whether a person's a celebrity or royalty or, you know, from the Middle East, because um, that, that's mm. the group of people that I have worked with in the past, whoever they are from all walks of life, the issues and concerns are very similar to um, anyone else. Every human being's uh, needs and issues and mental health and emotions are very similar. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter who they are. Mm. And um, some people I have worked with, I... I don't feel faced by their status or um, taken aback or feel, oh, I'm, um, how can I put this? Public figure. Sorry? Well, I work with a public figure, someone. Well, yes, I don't see them any different from any other client or referred patient. They're not viewed to me as a celebrity or royalty or anyone like that. Yeah. I, I just see them as someone who has an issue and, yeah. or, or a problem that they need to overcome. And as much as I can help them, I will do so. Mm. No, that's, I think that, you know, like you said, that's the right way to probably work isn't it as well with you know with a client you're you know you're focused on that person and you understand that we've all got our own mental health and we're all people you know we're all, yeah. we're all, di- we're all people we're all different in our own way um who would you say your role models are <laughs> whether that's personal or you know professional or you know well it's funny because there are many because people that I have met throughout my life so far have fascinated me. I've just been amazed by some of the stories and people um, that I have come across. But I would say the most amazing role model would definitely have to be my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mother, Ravinda Wali. I mean, granted, she's not a famous celebrity or influencer, but... Yeah. She has taught me and made me the person I am today. She's given me so much clarity in my thoughts. It's amazing because I I feel she, because 
she has been through her own adversities in life. Mm. I mean, she was widowed uh, in a, her early 30s mm. and she had four children to yeah. bring up in what was to her a foreign country. Mm. Although um, we were all born here and mm. it's just been a challenge for her and she did it. She mm. she fell down many times but she just wiped off her knees and carried on mm. <laughs> and yeah. that I just think is amazing but I, I think if you want to speak of others then probably people like Dr. Bruce Lipton, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Jack Canfield, Marissa Peer, Louise Hayes, these are the types of names that come to my mind when it comes to people that have been role models really. Mm. Mm. Well, the, the, what an amazing uh, person, you know, your mum is, you know, to overcome, you know, what she did and to, you know, keep on going and it just shows you how important role models are, you know, in our lives. And we tend to, not deliberately, but we do tend to take people for granted as well as things. And what happens is that when you, when you're able to, when you go through your own adversities or whatever um, challenges life brings, mm. and you reflect on what people who the people that you have known from your past and what people have gone through themselves and you see them come out the other end you think oh if they can go through all that trauma and still be smiling and happy and live in the moment and be present then of course there's a method or a thought process that they are using that works and then it comes back to what I always say and what I use as my tagline, change your mindset and it will change your life because that is what it comes down to with your thoughts, the way you think, the way you think about yourself, the way you view the world, the way that you reflect on your past and how the past is not the present and how it's okay to review the past but it's not okay to relive it, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I completely, you know, agree with everything you said, and I think, you know, with with your perspective and your life, it's it's uh, okay to view and reflect on the past, but you know, it's not good to stay there too long and live in it every day. Um, and it's, you know, like you said, law of attraction and the way you think, and um, you know, completely agree with you know that it's it's your perspective and you really can change your you know your mindset and that'll. Um, follow to change your life. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Would you would you say you have any favourite books at all? What? I have lots. <laughs> <laughs> um I okay, so recently I not I wouldn't say recently because I read it quite some time ago but yeah. um Becoming Supernatural is definitely a favourite mm. by Dr. Joseph Spencer and Conscious Parenting by Dr. Shvali. Um I'm currently re reading I'm Okay, You're Okay by Thomas Harris. And I'm reading it again because mm. I read it many years ago. But, um, and also I'm reading Vis Visualization for Success by Dr. Barton. 
um, Goldsmith, and um, he's a psychotherapist in California. Wow. And probably they're, they're my top books. And if, if anything, um, mm. yeah, would you? Um, so. So for like, you know, as a like final roundup of the of the podcast, um, is there any advice you would give to people who are, you know, probably struggling with their mental health right now? Um, where can that's going on? Okay, with everything that's going on, I think it's important really to when I spoke about diet earlier on, um, um I also have done each quite a few YouTube videos based on maintaining your mental health and making sure that you're um, leading a healthier lifestyle. But it's really important to take a media diet. Now, the reason I say this is because there's a lot of negative um, exposure on social media as well as the news so it's important to keep yourself updated but also to limit how much you're watching of the negative news and when you're exposed to so much it can be worrying it can trigger more fear in a person so it's healthier to take that media diet mm. also okay. it's important as I've mentioned previously to be in the present moment because being in the present moment helps you um, it's it actually pauses a person's thought process and you're more aware of your surroundings and your environment and you you when you're more aware of your environment and what you're actually feeling at that moment, say for example, if you're, you know, cooking, you're, you tend to forget all the issues of the past and the future, and you're more focused on enjoying what you're doing. You feel um, you can. I feel you feel more motivated. It makes you feel good. Mm. Whatever that issue, whatever you're doing at that moment, it makes you feel better. Mm. And also, it's I think you've got to be able to give yourself that time to sit down and sit with the emotions and feelings that you have as well in the present. So if you are feeling anxiety, if, or worry or any concerns, I think it's a good idea to sit down with those concerns, with those worries, and actually ask yourself questions. How those things are serving a purpose to you? If they're not, how can you let go of those things? And um, again, I've done quite a few YouTube videos and giving people tips and strategies and techniques on how to overcome these mental and emotional um, issues that may be concerning, concerning them during this time. Mm. So, yeah. so I think it's 
it's a good idea to talk. It's a very good idea to talk. And mm-hmm. um, uh, eliminate toxic influences, which is things that no, they know that are triggers for them. Um, and mm-hmm. also, if something's making you feel bad, not to pursue it in any way whatsoever, not to entertain it. And also, this negative thoughts. I know a lot of people, and that's a whole different podcast actually, mm. to eliminate negative thoughts because a lot of people have them. But to know that whatever feeling or emotion a person is having, it is normal. It's um, Some people just can't see the good in life, but that's where you've got to mm. look at things, the small things, the little things, and actually know that and learn and probably even practice a gratitude journal to be able to see those positive things in life. Mm-hmm. And also making sure in, uh, mm-hmm. where we're living, being at home, it's not easy, but to make sure that you have your own time, your own space, even if that means to go out for a walk. Whatever, whatever works for that individual, if it's walking, dancing, singing, or just reading a book or watching a funny comedy, whatever it might be. Mm. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I think, you know, you're completely, completely right, you know, all the points you made, and I think, you know, like you said, people will really, you know, benefit from your advice um like you said everyone's everyone's different everyone has their own thing that they enjoy um has their mental health and you know really managing the media intake and where they look at it and you know the time to look at it um and you know to do the things they love and to focus on the things you know they can't control isn't it moment in time it's important to do that it's both, and more than anything talk talk to someone if something is um, really bothering you or is triggering you mm. it's so important to talk mm. yeah no I completely agree but um you know like I said talking and communicating with people you know we've got social media haven't we so you know there's lots of options for people to communicate and reunite with people via social media and talk about things definitely definitely but it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you belinda and i i really really appreciate your time and for being on the podcast it really really means a lot oh thank you adam i think you're doing a great job Thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. It's been a pleasure too. Oh, thank you, and you, you're very welcome. You're very, you're very welcome. And like, where I'll, I'll put it in the description, but where where can people uh, find you on social media? Would you say? Um, I I must point out my name is spelled in a very unusual way. So it's spelled B E L Y N. C E R and Wadia, 
W-A-L-I-A. But people can easily find me on um, search engines like LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, and uh, Twitter, as well as Instagram. And my company is called Serene Lifestyle. And that's with lifestyles with a S at the end, so it's serenelifestyles.com. And also you can connect um, via email, so solutions at serenelifestyles.com. But most platforms, you will be able to find me quite easily. Awesome. I'll definitely um, put on your details as well. But I, re- I really, I really appreciate your time, and um, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll stay in touch, and you know, look, look forward to probably next time if you ever want to, you know, do this again at all. Um, yeah, no, that will be great. That would be wonderful. Thank you sure. so much. No, you're very welcome. <laughs>